Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure is the Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, blase, blase, as they share their story and insights, blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, blase, blase, cause the cure is a conversation, blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase. And this is Cure is Conversation. And why do I call it the Cure is Conversation? Because I truly believe that when we have conversations with another, we can lighten the burden of life. We can find validation in who we are. And we can find secrets about ourselves that we didn't even know. So let's get into our conversation because I have a special guest who's talking about one of my favorite topics. Um, so let's let's get into it. Please, Roseanne, introduce yourself and tell people where you're from so we can get a great vibe from you. So go ahead. <laughs> oh, well, thank you so much, Bibi, for having me. It is a joy to meet you. And, and I just love your energy. You know, I think you're just, oof, I love that energy <laughs> that you have. So I'm delighted to be here. But yes, I'm Roseanne, Roseanne Niebel, and I am a yoga teacher. Um, I've been teaching yoga for, gosh, nearly 20 years, 20 years or so now. Um, but I also teach the chakras. And um, so I have a, a chakra course that I have going on. And then I also have a podcast, um, which is mostly meditations. So it's like 10, 15 minute meditations, guided meditations. And I know that that started because my students said, listen, we loved your meditations on the course, you know, can you give us more meditations? So I thought easiest way was to, to do a podcast. So that's, that's takes up a fair amount of my time. And I love it. It's really fulfilling. But my main passion, all of this comes from my love of the chakras. But yeah, I'm from the UK, um, unless you're, you couldn't tell from my accent. <laughs> Very British, darling. <laughs> Very British. I'll give you a British wave. <laughs> oh, hell, oh, hell. <laughs> well, you know, I like to open this space up because, you know, the idea is for the listeners is to know that whatever you're doing, if they try and there's a passion in there, they can achieve it. So what is it like to have in the day in the life of Roseanne? What is it? What do you do when you wake up in the morning? And your whole day. You're listening to The Cure is Conversation with Queen the Divine and Rose Anne N, Chakra Yoga and Meditation Teacher. My whole day, oh god, this is gonna sound, this is gonna really, really, it's not really boring. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, okay, so I get up, I feed all my 
dogs and my cat and I do all of, you know, the admin, empty the dishwasher, like any normal person, you know, do the housework kind of thing. Um, But in terms of work, I um, I teach, um, gosh, five times a week. So that's, you know, actual physical classes um, teaching. So that takes up a fair amount of time. And then in between there, I... um, Obviously, I produce and make do my podcast, and I attend to my course, and I go in sort of waves. You know, at the moment, I'm in like full-on launch mode because right. I'm, I'm going to launch the course um, at the end of September. So that's you know full-on mm-hmm. sort of um, you know sending out emails and all of that sort of thing. Um, but I practice my uh, meditation. I practice yoga, and I'm. One thing I'm really bad at right. is having a fixed time in my day for when I do it. Because you know what? Sometimes I wake up and I'm like, I'm starving. I really want my breakfast now. <laughs> and so the yoga has to wait until later in the morning or maybe in the evening. Um, sometimes I'm, I get out of bed and I'm like, oh my God, I just need to stretch. So that's that's a sort of movable thing. And that is... I. I'm a classic case of I don't necessarily practice what I preach because what I tell my students is make it regular, like have a set time in your day (laughs) to do your practice and I am the worst person at doing that. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I walk my dogs, I make meals, I look after my house, my husband, my pets, you know. So, it's, you know, I live a fairly ordinary life. But when I get the chance, in between all of that, I always sit down with a book. I love to read. I've got, you know, you can see behind me in my other Yeah, I see you in a row of books. Just, just my yoga books over there, and then I've got a whole stack like this by my bed of other books. Like my favourite, um, you know, reading is always about, um, you know, growth. So Dr. Joe Dispenza, Anna Dea Judith, all of those are my sort of love books. You know, anything that will expand my mind. Wow, yeah. I love that. You know, I, 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 I'm a reader too, um, but it's not as much as I should. I, I, I almost I I am a person who I met maybe I justify it but I believe when I talk to people that's my book. <laughs> that's my book. Yeah, to be fair, I, what I like to do is I like to listen to books. Right. That's my favorite book. Ah, because, I like that. because then you can go about your bed daily business and if it's a kind of slightly sort of deep subject you can you rewind. It's not as good as being able to go back. Right, right, right. But it just means that you know I can I can read a book whilst I'm doing the housework or walking the dogs or in the garden right. weeding or whatever do you know what I mean yeah I totally I totally get that and and, and I, I've learned to do some of the audio because I I like to I like to multitask right so I like to listen and do something and so I holding a book it sounds so old school to me that's terrible and I come from the generation where the Dewey Decimal System and going to the library was yes you have to do it so now that I'm in this generation of everything is online and audio and easy and tap of the button I'm, I'm, I'm getting into that vibe so you know I, I completely agree with you I, I I love reading but I found the audio version a little bit easier for me because I like doing so many different things now you as you said you were a yoga you are a yoga teacher and you love chakras the chakras you say it a little differently I don't know what your accent but I say chakras <laughs> Between chakras and chakras. chakras. 
but I don't know which is the right way. Whatever comes out, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I love accents. You know, I I love I love talking with people who have accents. I don't think I have an accent, but when I travel, people are like you have an accent. I'm like, really? I do. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So you you being a yoga teacher, I you know I I love the correlation between chakra and yoga. Did you initially when you started? I don't know which one you started first, the chakra or yoga. But did you find the correlation to be very easy to to put to put to put? Excuse me. Put together, or was it something that you just had to learn as you step as you go along on your yoga journey? You're listening to the Cure is Conversation with Queen the Divine and Rose and N, Chakra Yoga and Meditation Teacher. Yeah, do you know it's it's interesting because the the type of yoga that I was trained in、right. and that I kind of. You know, when I decided I wanted to go to a yoga class, I just stumbled into the nearest class, and it happened to be an Iyengar class.、Right. Now, Iyengar yoga is、um, from the the discipline of Bikas Iyengar, who is sadly passed, but he developed this sort of school of yoga, which is very focused in physical alignment, in、right. perfection of the pose,、ah. and he used to call. Yoga is meditation, so it's like this beautiful, very fine details、um, yoga. That anybody who you know, if you know about yoga and you've heard of Iyengar, you know that it's all about the alignment, about the precision. And I just fell in love with it. It just worked for me. But it's very physical based. So you go to a class and it'd be like, right, we're doing this pose, and I want you to think about drawing up from the outer ankle to the outer knee, and just making a tiny little, you know, turn within the root of the thigh. And you know, it's like this minutiae of detail, which, in a way, is beautiful because it takes you. Deep into your body,、um, you know you can't think about anything else because you've got a trillion other things to think about. You、right. know, are my shoulder blades going down? Is my back of my neck extended?、Mm-hmm. You know, all those kind of little details. And so, for many years, I just practiced my yoga, knowing that it made me feel great, knowing that it made me feel, you know, just happy,、um, but not really knowing why. Just sort of taking it on as read that it was this thing that I did that I loved, and that was enough. And、um, the spiritual side of yoga was not really taught. Yes, there was a little bit of philosophy taught within that school, but not a huge amount. It was very much, you know, for you to go and search for and、right. read about and so on.、Um, and so I didn't really hit the, the spiritual side of yoga until. Gosh, I mean, probably talking maybe like ten, fifteen years ago. So ten, maybe ten years ago, I went to India and I went on a yoga retreat. Right. And beautiful two-week yoga retreat in Kerala. Wow, that sounds amazing. So happy. <laughs> four or five hours of yoga a day and then beach. Wow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> come back now, come back. <laughs> and, and I went. And there was one night I went to bed. It was totally normal. I started having this crazy pain in my hips,、oh. and you know when you sort of stop when a sort of non-specific pain just kind of comes around and.、Mm. 
you have no idea what's going on. And I'm like, I haven't eaten anything dodgy. I've been drinking water all day. I know I'm hydrated. What is going on? And as the night went on, I got more and more scared as this pain just wouldn't go away. I was out of bed. I was jumping around. I was stretching. I was like, what? what is going on? Um, and it was really scary. It was really, really painful. Yeah. And I went to the doctor and they're like, no, you're fine. Nothing wrong with you whatsoever. And eventually, sort of by the next day, the yeah. pain had disappeared. And so I was talking to my yoga teacher about this, going, I don't understand what that was about. It was really weird. And she goes, well, have you, have you, do you know anything about the chakras? And I was like, well, I kind of know what they are, but I've never really gone there. And she said, well, I think you should look into it because in your hips, you have an energy center called the Svadhisthana, your sacral chakra. And within your sacral chakra is where you hold your emotions. Now, if you have spent your, you know, if you have some emotions that you have not expressed and you've not dealt with, you've just been shoving them under the carpet, as it were, that might explain why your hips decided to have a massive release of painful energy because it is sending you the mother of all messages to sort your shit out. Ah. And this just landed with me so clearly as like, oh my God, it's absolutely right. I have not, you know, I have a beautiful British upbringing where emotions were not really expressed. Um, we shut them down. We had polite conversation because nobody wants to know how you're feeling, darling. You know, mm-hmm. it's so. I had a lifetime of stuffed down emotions. I had a lifetime of a, a whole sort of a marriage which um, I had not been expressing myself fully. I had been suppressing what I actually was feeling. Mm. And and doing this intensive yoga thing, my body had just opened up and it sort of cracked open right. some of this emotion that was held there and it just came out in this mad burst of, of pain. And as soon as I began to acknowledge that and understand that, that was, for me, that was it. That was like, right, chakras, I need to know everything right. now. Wow. That, you know, see, I, 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 I think, um, thank you for sharing that, by the way. Um, you know, my journey towards chakra sounds very similar. You so, you figure out something is going wrong, and the chakra that gave me the biggest um, challenge was, believe it or not, was my throat chakra. <laughs> Huge! I I never spoke as a child. Um, I was a very quiet child. I, I would stutter a lot. Um, I couldn't when I I, I I would hyperventilate like anything coming through my throat was always problematic and I thought maybe I was just shy or nervous or whatever it was um, but I came to learn that you know there was some childhood trauma that I hadn't spoken about that was that was just sitting there and it wasn't like now nah, you ain't doing nothing until you tell the truth you need to go share your truth and I'm and I used to say what truth are you talking about everybody knows what's going on with me but I don't believe I don't think I specifically said it to myself or the individual
pause for the cause. A queen, the divine original called Mershal. C-A-L-M, Mershal. A calming moment where you can sit back and reflect at the information that you just heard. And also the three P's, pen, pencil, and paper, so you can jot down what vibrates with your inner core. Also, please be aware of your surroundings, because mental health means to always be aware of the beauty that surrounds you. Also, this is a great time to grab a beverage, water, juice, so we can keep the positive flow of vibration going throughout your body. Thank you for listening to this Queen Bee Divine original commercial, a moment in the podcast to just take a deep breath and reset. So let's get back into The Cure is the Conversation. Unpause for the cause. Listening to the cure is conversation with Queen the Divine and Rose and N, Chakra Yoga and Meditation Teacher. There were many people who were involved in this, you know, whether it be a physical abuse, emotional abuse, sexual abuse. And I just, and I did the same thing. I just pushed it down and pushed it down and pushed it down. And it came out in such a painful way. And I, I remember take, standing in the, um, just going to the forest and just yelling on weeks on end, just day daily, just going, ah, just letting out my primal, you just feeling it and how, how it felt so good. So for me, it was my throat chakra that I had that was kind of stopping everything from moving. When you work with your clients, is there a a chakra that most people are like, yeah, that's the chakra. You're like, well, yeah. Is there a, a, a symptom of or a um, a uh, what was it? Where's that word? It's tipping on tip of my tongue. Is is there a, a single chakra that you know that most people come to you and go, yeah, okay, most people have trouble with that specific chakra, or is it just random? It it, it, it is quite random. Right. But, the, the, I, but I can say that the most common. That's the word I'm looking for. I did a little study of all the readings that I do actually the other day, and the the place that I found most common is. is that lacks um, energy, right. and it's it's either usually um, heart or, or solar plexus because they're similar kind of feelings. Ah. So in the heart, it's self love, mm. self care, yeah. yeah, and in the solar plexus, it's self esteem, sense of self. 
sense of purpose. Right. And those are the things that I find quite common. But it's really interesting that you say about the throat because in the throat we have, you know, we have expression, communication, right. obviously. We have our, um, and from that expression of our truth become, comes our, our self-worth, you know, and that is, that is such an important part of this energy yes. center. But what is what I find really terrifying and fascinating all at the same time is that, you know, in our throat chakra, in our throat, in this beautiful neck, our mm. beautiful slender necks, we have all this <laughs> all this energy. So we have the spine, the right. spinal cord, the the windpipe, the um Sophocles, you right, know, when you exactly. those down. We have all the main arteries that connect this big huge white mass of right. organs with this intense, you know, brain right. sensory overload here. And what connects them is this this narrow part of our body in our throat. Also we have our thyroid in our throat. Yes. Now what mm. is the interesting and fascinating and terrifying thing that I was getting to was that the number of the proportion of sufferers with thyroid issues is very much more skewed towards women. So many more women have thyroid problems. So let's ask ourselves historically, why might that be? Mm. <laughs> so, yeah. Like how many generations have women's voices voices been suppressed? That is, what a correlation. That is so true. Um, and I know that, um, you know, not to get too deep into all the, the generation thing, but I know from my own personal journey, the women and even in my culture, um, my Caribbean culture, um, you don't speak about certain things. You just keep them, you know, family takes care of family, so to speak. Um, and a lot of women, and I believe I was breaking a generational curse by speaking out about what was happening to me. I believe I was the one, I don't know how you say it, chosen, but it was a journey. I, <laughs> I'm looking at my soul contract going, did I sign up for this? <laughs> but it was been, it's been quite a journey because it, it led me to doing this show because I realized conversation was what was one of those things that really helped me get out into the world, get me into a better place so I could become the person I want to be. So, you know, even in your journey, I'm listening to you and you say, you know, you have your yoga, you have your chakra. I noticed that in that space, no matter what, when you get up, as you said, I am, if I'm hungry, everything falls to the side. I gotta eat, I gotta eat, I don't care. <laughs> Yeah, chakra, yeah, yoga, whatever. I gotta eat. And that's a, that's, I love how you said that because you said, even though this is what I do for um, um, my way of life and I help others, my, you know, my self care is priority, right? Did you ever have an issue with that? In beginning this, you're, you're putting everything together, your yoga and, and working with chakras. Did you ever have it out of balance where you went, what? I, I can't do this anymore. I gotta do this. I gotta do me. Yeah, I mean, I think that I have been on, you know, and I would say that I'm probably still on that journey, right. to be fair. Right. Um, you know, as as a, uh, I don't know, I mean, I guess I can own up and say, you know, hi, I'm Roseanne, I'm a people pleaser. You know, that is my, you know, you know, that is a thing that one I battle with a lot. So, yeah, there is a lot 
of my life and a lot of my time that I do put other people ahead of me and that I have not stepped up to my potential, that I have not done what I've wanted to do because I thought, oh, well, I can't do that because I've got to, you know, do or help or, you know, I've got to do my my, uh, duty. Um, And it's felt selfish of me to say, no, this is what I want to do. This is my passion. This is actually what I'm called to do. This is what I'm bloody good at doing. Good job. Yes. High fives. And so, yeah, you know, but, you know, I brought up two lovely boys and they're now in the twenties and grown. And so, but I have, I have, yeah, I think that's been my battle is, is actually, is not been putting myself first. And I think when you do that for many, many years, it's really hard to break out of that shell. I don't know. I, I, any tips gratefully received. Right. Have time for yourself. Yeah. Now, a word from our sponsor. Are you a lost traveler? Of course you are. We all are. Whether we're traveling the landscapes of our own imaginations or the globe itself, each of us is looking for answers or perhaps new questions. Join me, your host, Henry Cameron Allen, on the adventure of a lifetime, where we'll talk about developing skills for a new day. We are all pioneers now. Each of us a teacher, each of us a student. Let's talk about it on The Lost Traveler. You're listening to The Cure is Conversation with Queen Be Divine and Rose Anne N, Chakra Yoga and Meditation Teacher. Well, you know, that's something that I, I, I had to learn early in my life. A little bit about me, I left home when I was 11. In from, I was born and raised in Toronto, Canada, and I lived on the streets for a long time. And I found out the hard way that sometimes family is not always there. Sometimes strangers are more um, more helpful. Uh, that's not a judgment. That's just the truth. Um, so I had to learn that if, and I remember being young, around 11, 12, around that time, and saying, I have to take care of me. But then I got into the opposite energy, always just taking care of me sometimes and forgetting that there was a world out there. Do you know what I mean? And, and and forgetting that part of my journey was service to another, to not only just to myself, but to another. So I came to a place where I realizing, you know, I, I needed the world to be reciprocal for me. I, I And I had to surround myself with people who believed in that same, same idea that give and take the ebb and flow of life, how to make things balance. And that helped me not only um, look at life and say, okay, I need time for myself because I felt really tired when I can always tell when someone's not giving me energy or being reciprocal because I get a certain feeling. It's just, you know, this life makes you clairvoyant. God dang it, it sure does. <laughs> God dang it. Um, and I noticed that you said um, you have two boys. 
that, you know, that's, you know, I don't have children yet, but, you know, your two boys, do they take on the same school of education when it comes to taking care of themselves? Are they into chakras? Do they love yoga? Have they, you know, have you put, have they done that or do they have a different path? Well, they are, you know, I've, I've always been, I've always known that you, you, can't, you should never teach your family yoga. Okay. It's, just, no, it's just never, never works. And <laughs> I have done some yoga with them. Right. They are sometimes open to it. Right. I, I have said to them that I want to them to promise to me that at some time in their lives, they will explore it. Yeah. I have talked to them a lot about chakras and done chakra readings for them and you know used my what the chakras have taught me to teach them right. you know I've tried to pass on the wisdom of the chakras to them right so whilst you know age 22 and 24 they're not sort of full-on sitting on a mountain meditating as yet because right. they're 22 and 24 year old boys and right you know, it's a rare thing to find but I feel like it is in their DNA it's in their blood and they will take it on at some point in their lives when they need it but you can't force it you can't force this stuff on anybody you can't make someone go to a yoga class and love it or you know this is what I love talking to so many people who have different um, modalities of healing and working with energy because there's not one size fits all you know, some people just don't get on with it, with yoga. Some people like doing something else, Qigong or, I don't know, whatever. Whatever, Whatever right. rings your bell, whatever, and whatever lights you up. Mm. So... I, you know, I like that, that whatever lights you up, and it took me a while to figure out what literally lighted me up. I had to go through a lot of stuff, um, and when I got to Chakra, it just really resonated with me. Um, it really helped me figure out a lot about my childhood, my growing up, my passion, my love, um, how to um, listen better, <laughs> how to express better. And, you know, like I said, a lot of it had to do with my, my um, chakra. I even had dreams because I wasn't paying attention. You know, visions, people come to me, your chakra is off. <laughs> Oh yes, ancestral dreams, people like, you may not know, but your chakra is out of whack. And I would learn to read about it and I realized, um, you know, when little things, I mean, definitely not as in depth as you, definitely. But when I look at the the throat chakra, uh, I would talk on end, like literally catch, I kept, when I was younger, I would talk to the, whether it be social workers or on end, I wouldn't even take a breath. And I thought, what is wrong with me? You know, like, I, I love talking. And I realized that it was a fear of, of of stopping because I didn't think people paid attention to me. So I would try to take in all the energy. And I learned that there was a, there was a give and take, like I said. You have to listen. You got to talk. And I think this is why I came up with The Curious Conversation because it, it, it really... It, 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 it helps me to continue fortify that truth. Hey... I was just wondering if you were interested in learning more mental health tips to helping you become the best version of who you want to be, to encourage you that change can happen anytime and it doesn't always have to be negative. Do you want to learn from people just like you who've had stories and situations that they have overcome and still are going on the journey? 
Well, the cure is a conversation has guests just like that who share their story to inspire you to continue the journey to be the best version of you. So why don't you join me and become a monthly subscriber and you will have access to these fascinating and wonderful people and their story and get to listen to me as host of The Cure Is Conversation. Come share the joy, transparency, and the victory of success because you define your success and these stories, they will help you to see that, hey, you're already there. Just keep going. Look forward to being with you and sharing the stories with you. You're listening to The Cure is Conversation with Queen the Divine and Rose Anne N. Chakra, Yoga, and Meditation Teacher. So before we go, um, is there anything you can share with our listening audience in the next couple of minutes and then we'll tell people where they can contact you that you've learned that uh, maybe a little tip that you can share with the audience when it comes to chakra and how to be in tune with your chakra so you can maybe notice if there's something off. Yeah. Um, well, the, the main thing that I would say is, is that conscious awareness. Right. Like, you can find out easily online. There's a zillion websites yeah. out there just to identify what is held within each chakra. Right. And for me, it, the, the most important thing is to listen to the chakras. I like treat them like like I've got you know seven little buddies right. in within me. And taking yourself, you know, whether it's when you wake up in the morning or you go to bed at night or during a meditation, is just checking in with it. So breathing, always bring yourself into your body, into breathing, um, going into taking your mind's eye down to a chakra and going. Hey, how are you doing? Hmm. How's every, how's how's everything down there? You alright? Giving it some love, saying, "Have you got any messages for me?" You know, and then listening, because it can be as subtle as a little pulse or a tingle. It could be nothing. Right. It could be that a torrent of emotions come up. It could be that there's just a word that floats into your mind. You've no idea why, but just paying close attention to the energy centers. Once you know a basic idea of what they what they encompass, what they hold, um, in terms of your physical body, your um, uh, adrenal, sorry, your endocrine system, so your hormonal symbolism within each chakra, and then which aspects of your life is held within each chakra then you can start to use them as little communications so you know if something feels off in your body you'll go okay so it's giving me a signal so like my hip pain right. you know it's giving me a strong signal as to something is out of whack so what is it like 
if you've got digestive issues or something, it's there's something in energetically within the, the psychology or the spirituality of that chakra that is out of whack. And then similarly, you can use it the other direction. So you know, use the physical to inform the, the mental, if you like, and then the mental to inform the physical. Mm-hmm. So connecting with your with your chakras in a mindful way my main tip. I mean, I do it through yoga as well, because obviously that's my medium. That's your medium. I love you. You know, thank you very much. The Cure is obvious. The Cure is is the conversation audience. This is Roseanne, and she is just wonderful. She is a yoga, am I saying teacher, is that correct? Okay, yoga teacher. And she also specializes in chakras. Now, let people know where they can connect with you so they can learn more about yoga and chakras. Oh, one more thing. Please don't forget to check out my book, Junction, Intermindvention. If you love my insights, then you'll love this book about the journey that I have taken that led me to the insights that I share with you. So take care and one love. Yeah, of course. So my website is chakra-way.com. So my business is, is the Chakra Way because we are all on the journey of the Chakra Way. Um, and we learn to live our lives the Chakra Way, the Chakra Method, if you like. So um, chakra-way.com. Um, and I'm that on TikTok as well, I think. On Instagram, I think I'm yoga with Roseanne, just because that's old. But um, yeah, chakra-way.com, and everything you need to know about me is all there. Oh, right. Thank you so much, Roseanne. And you know, although our time was short, the information is definitely deep and it go and it resonates. It should resonate with you. Because what we do have in common is that we all want to be our best versions and become the best that we can in this world. And chakra is definitely one way we can heal as well as yoga. So please check out Roseanne if you want to learn more about how healing can help you. And there are many ways and facets of healing. And remember, blase blase means tell your story because everybody's story matter and the idea for me is to live your life share your story to help another maybe avoid the pitfalls and remember if you're looking for love outside yourself you probably have gone too far start within and then let it resonate out into the world i'm queen be divine and we were here with roseanne so connect and make yourself better be passionate about self-care because we all need you and we need your life. One love and take care. Thank you, Roseanne. I am Queen Be Divine and thank you for listening to today's podcast. The Cure is the Conversation podcast is brought to you by BluntReflections.com where mental health is the priority because the priority is you and you deserve to be the best version of who you were meant to be. Today's guests share their stories and journeys and their insights in continuing that journey. So be sure to check out any links below if you'd like to continue that path on becoming the best version of you.
I myself have been down that road, and believe me, it is very difficult sometimes to find the support and information so you can become the best version of you. This is why I created the Cure is Conversation. It will definitely lighten the load so you can see the best way forward. And when you have someone who you can trust or you feel comfortable with to have that conversation with, it is definitely empowering. So please check back weekly where I will feature guests who will help you move forward to becoming the best version of you. Greetings, I'm Queen Be Divine, blase, blase. This is the Cure Is Conversation, blase, blase. I do hope you are having a great day, blase, blase. Cause this is the Cure Is The Conversation, and listen to what we have to say. So sit back and listen to the guest, blase, blase, as they share their story and insights, blase, blase. I hope that it will help you find your own light, blase, blase, cause the cure is a conversation, blase, blase. So sit back and relax and listen, blase, blase.